0: This episode of Enchanting Aspects is brought to you by Myrna, Ellie Spectacular, and my sister. Thank you and continue listening after this. this. Huh? recording one two three four
1: five six seven eight nine ten hell yeah mission well accomplished fair. good job soldier
0: mission accomplished get back to base soldiers and <laughs> make sure to stick a stick the dildos out of your asses extra hard tonight
1: <laughs> you've earned it <laughs>
0: Well, extra batteries are being passed out with your rations tonight for your <laughs> dildos.
1: Yeah, those vibrators are gonna be buzzing. Oh, make make the barracks uh, to t- shake to shake to the core. None of this can be in the episode. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: why not? I don't know. I don't know. It just, hmm, up to you, I guess. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Enchanting Aspects. Uh season 2.
0: <laughs> season 2 no. <laughs> no 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 no. I don't like I don't like I don't like seasons. I don't want you it don't, to be a season.
1: You don't want it to be season 2. How do I we designate wanna... it?
0: This is Welcome to Enchanting Aspects.
1: If you say two right now, if you include the number 2, I am going to I'm going to reach my hand through the monitor <laughs> and flick you on the nose.
0: Enchanting aspects, um, the squeakle.
1: The squeakle. Okay, I like that. I'm I'm willing to vibe with that. Welcome to enchanting aspects, the squeakle. Hang on, name- before
0: we do that. Yes? I mean before you even introduce your name, because okay. this is more important. Where does okay. the squeakle come from? What's that come from? What movie has the Oh, that's Alvin, the and Alvin
1: and the Chipmunks. That's what it's from. That's what it's from. Alvin, Alvin and the Chipmunks. The squeakle. Damn. It. Um, yeah. There's also the. I I can't remember if that's the movie where they go to high school and meet the lady chipmunks. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Um. Yeah, so What's your name? My, my my thing this week is is from Alvin and the Chipmunks: The Uh a movie <laughs> a movie I have definitely seen.
0: I've I've seen like part of the third one, and I was like, "Stop it!"
1: Yeah, it, the the thing is, I I saw the first one. I all liked the, way the first one. The first one sucks.
0: I liked the first one um, as a distant memory in my head as a Christmas movie. <laughs> I want to watch it again so I can ruin that
1: memory. Let's have for a movie night theme in the Mushroom Station Discord, let's let's have Alvin and the Chipmunks via theme. Yes. And just there, really there's die. A,
0: there's actually a lot of animated 2D Alvin and the Chipmunks movies.
1: Yeah, there really are. But obviously we have to include Alvin and the Chipmunks live action number one and Alvin and the Chipmunks live action Squeakquel. Yes. At the very least, if we include the third one, I don't know, but, you know, I that's a know. that's an internal conversation we'll that have. That one's going
0: to be hard to watch. What's yeah. your name?
1: My name is Jupiter Morningstar.
0: And who's your favorite chipmunk?
1: Oh, Theodore.
0: Damn it. That one's my favorite. I, I <laughs> mean, I guess we're allowed to have the same favorites. I don't know why I said damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can share a fave. Theodore's uh, my favorite. Yeah. What is your name?
0: My name's Amy,
1: and this is a show where we enchant your aspects and appreciate the little things in art, and we didn't put out an episode in our last little time slot because we are changing the game. We're we're
0: experimenting, we're fucking it up a little bit, because, okay, listen, you've i mean i'm assuming you've listened to other episodes if you're listening to this one um I mean, you haven't hey um, yeah this could,
1: this could very much be somebody's first episode and if this is your first episode uh we're glad to have you uh and uh thank you for following us on this little little experiment uh this should this should be a good introductory episode and if it's not then Sorry.
0: <laughs> so there's been no, 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 no complaints. No, no complaints. This has been an internal thing between me and Jupiter, but uh-huh. um, me especially, I have word trouble, get out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so me and Jupiter decided that um, we wanted to spend more time preparing, talking about our things and researching our things. Um, so that when we get to talk about them, um, we don't shit out of our m- fart mouths.
1: You know, because we've been doing this for over 80 episodes now, and we have never really- Jesus! I know, right? Is that even true? Is yeah, it over this 80? is episode 80. In- this is episode 80 now. Incredible.
0: This is post-production, Amy. Um, no? It's episode 77? I don't know what the fuck is wrong with us. Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Um- 20 away from our 100th episode. Get ready for that shit. We have been doing this for 80 episodes now, and up to this point, we have uh, not really shaken up things at all. Uh, so we figured that, uh, you know, we've been doing the show for long enough that maybe it was time to to try something new. So here's the basic idea. So starting off uh, each, at least this episode, we might shift things around as we figure things out, but... For this episode we're gonna start off with me uh, showcasing uh, just a regular small little thing sort of as we have been doing and then Amy is going to tell a story is going to do a deep dive into something in particular and we're we're planning on switching off who's doing what each episode. Yeah, and so
0: absolutely no pressure on me at all I'm not sweating. <laughs> fuck me
1: <laughs> Well, I am going to uh uh take some of the pressure off by introducing a, a new segment <laughs> which is um uh what's jupiter eating this episode?
0: Fuck you. Uh
1: I'm so sorry I keep doing this. Uh but I am currently eating just some regular buttered toast. Uh and You know, I feel like butter toast is is fairly unappreciated uh, as far as breakfast foods go, but it's very tasty. Um, You know, it's maybe a little uninventive, but I like it. So that's what I'm eating this episode.
0: And that's Jupiter's thing. And now uh, for the next (laughs) two hours, I will be talking about... Okay. Um, Okay.
1: So... What is your thing? I am very excited to bring my thing. So, uh, in keeping with the new sort of format ideation that we're doing, my thing doesn't necessarily require a lot of deep dive. I mean, I could. I don't know how much information is out there, but uh, mostly, mostly I just want to talk about the extremely excellent character designs specifically for the women. In Risk of Rain 2.
0: Okay. Risk of Rain 2 is uh, something that sounds like something that I've heard of
1: before. You may have even played it before, Amy. Have I? I I can't remember. I'm going to really quick just just check if it's in your Steam library. (laughs) It might be. So for the non-gamers out there, Risk of Rain 2 is a... uh, third-person 3D roguelite game, basically meaning you have one life to beat the game, and if you fail to beat the game, then you're, you're brought back to the beginning. And each run, uh, you can get fun upgrades, play as interesting characters, and get really overpowered, but then the world gets even more overpowered, and you inevitably die a horrible death. And it's a lot of fun, and you can play multiplayer, and it's great. Um, I
0: have not played this game. I've seen it. It looks vaguely familiar from the cover art, but I've not
1: played it. Incredible. Well, uh, this game is truly one of my favorites. Um, I really love Risk of Rain 2. It's something I've wanted to talk about for a while. So this game uh, is or has been... Developed by Hopo Games, who have made a bunch of really cool, really interesting games. They've made the first Risk of Rain, which is a 2D sprite-based game. Same sort of concept. Really fucking fun. And the uh, second game they made is called Deadbolt, which uh, is a complete departure. It's a stealth game where you have to take everybody out in the level. And it's very interesting. Mm. Um Risk of Rain 2 is their first endeavor into 3D games uh, and is uh, the best. It's the best. It's excellent. It's fantastic. I love Risk of Rain 2. Now, the unfortunate thing about it is that um, they have passed off developments to Gearbox software. Okay. Okay. Which could be fine, or it could be really bad. It's hard to tell. I don't personally have a lot of faith in Gearbox, and worry about what kind of additions they could make to the game going forward.
0: What What well, other games have they done?
1: They're, they've done the Borderlands games. Okay, they've done Borderlands and some other stuff. Um, I have mixed feelings, uh, okay. but. All that said, uh, the game has not been updated by Gearbox yet, and they're probably working on some expansion or whatever, and we'll sort of see how that goes. But that's sort of unrelated to what I'm talking about today, which is the incredible character designs for the women. Now, the character designs in this game for all of the different playable characters, and just sort of the art direction in general, is fantastic it sort of like visually it looks <laughs> i feel like this is sort of a cliche but it very much looks like an album cover in a lot of ways mm. um it's got a very like pleasant cel-shaded art style with these um vast expansive levels with really interesting set design that really like is very alien but is also, like, has this, like, element of familiarity that makes it really uh, ethereal. Uh, and the music is also incredible. I have the vinyl of the soundtrack. Hell yeah. So, um, point is, soundtrack is amazing, and it all communicates this very, like, interesting ethereal vibe. And that is something that is really um, carried over into all of the characters. So... Uh, We have characters that are... There's this very interesting mix of sci-fi, like, grunge to it. Like, really, like, kind of industrial, like, very um, uh, mechanical sort of aesthetic mixed with natural, uh, uh, magical, um, like, corruption sort of... Vibes. Mm. Uh, and, uh, the characters, uh, range from, um, a, 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 a lizard who is wanted for inter, interdimensional war crimes. Good. A cowboy. Oh, good. <laughs> a robot and okay. a different robot who is covered in flowers. Good. Um, and then someone who was so corrupted by the darkness uh that their whole body is uh absolutely covered in interdimensional goop well that's just kitty that's just kitty and the, the it's so good but the characters that i'm going to be talking about today there are five of them and these are the um the the women in the cast and something that um that always really annoys me in um, in character design is women who do not dress practically for their situation mm-hmm. or not like not only that but who frankly do not wear outfits that actual women would wear mm-hmm. and something that is really nice about risk of rain 2's character design is that a lot of times you would not intrinsically be able to gender any of the characters.
0: Hell yeah!
1: They all kind of have a, a androgynous sort of look to them. Uh, there are, you know, some characters that, you know, might communicate more masculine. There are some characters that might communicate more feminine. There are some characters who... Are just referred to with it or they, um, uh, they and like it basically does not matter even a little bit to any part of the gameplay. It's incredible. Yeah. Um. So I am going to showcase the um the the women in the cast. So first off, we have the artificer. This game has a wizard. Fuck
0: yeah, I love a wizard.
1: Um, so, uh, I'm gonna send you a picture of each of these characters, and, uh, I want you to describe what you see for the audience. Okay. An unbiased description. This Whoa. is the artificer.
0: The artificer is a new Overwatch character. Fuck you! <laughs>
1: Shut
0: up! <laughs> um, they got a robot head um, with the oval. They have an oval robot head um, and and gun hands and um, monastery dress <laughs> with with one <laughs> leggy sticky out.
1: Yeah, so so sort of wearing like um uh like sort of a dress or a robe with this very cool popped collar with um, the slits for the legs sort of cut out to have full range of motion uh, with dark pants underneath that have a little bit of a sci-fi thing going on. It's sort of like sci-fi magic, but she's yeah. a wizard. Um, and, uh, oh my God, I love her. She has these two big gauntlets for casting spells One has fire, one has ice. What What else do you need? a fucking aesthetic with this cool, you know, uh, 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 waistband belt thing. Um, Mm -hmm. She is incredible. And also, it's very important to know that she is always floating, which is such a fucking vibe. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the Artificer uh, so, 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 so much. And also, gotta say... uh, this is, without a doubt, uh, clothes uh that women that I know would want to wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, comfortable. It's, it's comfortable looking. It's practical. It looks good, but um is also not like male gazy. Um, here's the thing: all of the all of the female characters in this game. All of the women in the cast, they're for lesbians. (laughs) They are for lesbians. So I'm vibing. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have the heretic, who is a very interesting character.
0: I like the name.
1: uh, You can only play as the heretic by uh, collecting four very specific items each one gives you a different takes over one of your body parts and turns it into the body part of the heretic.
0: Ooh.
1: And that's so cool. And when you collect all four, you fully become her. Um and wow. uh I I want you to uh to uh, ba- just based off of the name alone, I want you and the concept, please tell me what you think the heretic is going to look like.
0: Um Like a a junk, like a piece of junk. Just a weird robot made of junk.
1: That's a fun idea, but that is not the case. She's a bird. Oh,
0: I love her. I love her. I love her. She's a skull. She's a bird with a skull, bird skull, and she's got beautiful feathery hair, black, that's flowing out of her back of her skull, and she's got a red cape and she's got a uh, wing wings that have knives coming out of her and she's going to kill you
1: and she's going to kill you i love the heretic um she is canonically dead but that doesn't hold her back um yeah she's just an incredibly cool bird lady and this is another thing that i really really appreciate is you know it's such a stereotype of um, to, when you have these like fantasy races, to have the male character look super dope and, you know, uh, like monstrous and really cool, and then have the female version just be Sanskrit. a different. Yeah, just be a differently colored woman. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. It's a woman with green skin. She's not mm-hmm. even buff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Risk of Rain does not do that. This is just a, a cool bird who, like, something that I really appreciate. None of the women have, like, like, you could like, sure, like, if you look at, like, a side profile of the artificer, you can see that she has some titty, but it's not, like, it's not like a ridiculous thing, you know, and they're not putting tits on a bird, and I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to the heretic, I love her so much, love her. Uh, next up we have the huntress, who, uh, is, uh, she is a a lady with a sci-fi bow, and she looks like this.
0: Oh no this is the this is the new um fucking. What's that other um um 100 down to one game and it starts with an A.
1: Oh, Apex Legends.
0: Yeah, this is an Apex Legends character.
1: <laughs> also, fuck you. Um that's this less is... of a fuck you. Apex Legends is a objectively better game. Yeah, they've got some um, cooler designs. This
0: is um but... a human uh, this is a human among
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, you know what? I love that. I I love that. That's great. No, so the huntress is wearing this very cool uh red armor with,
0: astronaut uh, suit.
1: But yeah, very astronaut vibes. She has this very cool red cape. Um, she's sort of in this like crouched hunter position, and she has uh her visor is very interesting. Because it has these two little portholes, which you assume are are for visibility, but they're vertical instead of horizontal, so they're not quite eye holes. Well, one is
0: for her eyes, and one is for her mouth, so she can open it and say, Fuck you, dude! (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, there's, like, what's something that is very cool about the Risk of Rain 2 designs is that they um, are very, like very sci-fi and a very, in a very cool way that also like, you can imply things about the lore without like stating things about the lore. Mm -hmm. There is, um, as, as far as I can tell, um, while you can get into her like story, nothing, uh, nothing in particular tells you what the deal is with her helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just think that's cool. Uh, yeah. you don't need to answer every single question um I also want to say and I'm just sort of reading this now but uh she is a, a jewel th- a jewel thief
0: okay so she- the other hole is so she can open up and eat jewels
1: yeah you know what yeah for sure um uh wait oh wait I think I'm I think I'm wrong I think I think I'm incorrect. Damn, Huntress is not a jewel thief. Her lore just says that she killed a jewel thief. Oh,
0: okay. I then was gonna for she heard she heard he's hurdy heard it's so she could stick her the jewel thief in her mouth and eat. Yeah,
1: the jewel I, thief. I was originally going to say, oh, Huntress says a cab. Now I don't think that. Now I think that Huntress might be a cop, and that Ugh. sucks. Anyway, moving on. Um, next up, uh, very importantly, is Loader. Now, this is gonna be a character that you are going to like a lot, Amy.
0: Yeah, got named Loader, loading up some farts. (laughs) Oh, yellow pants. Yeah, half transformer, half uh firefighter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, uh, the hunter, or sorry, the Loader uh she is an incredible tall buff woman who uh has loaded her arms into a uh what a, a loader suit or whatever it's called that uh basically gives her big robot arms that allow her to lift stuff that traditionally this would just be used for like cargo transport and stuff like that lift big heavy boxes but also, it's so important to realize that the loader has uh, grappling hooks and moves around the stage like Spider Man.
0: Good, 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 good. Monkey, monkey. Yeah.
1: Um. So I want you to to sort of like, um. Uh. Well. Okay. You know what? We're we're on to the last one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on to the last one. I just I love you, loader. She also has um big blue visor that covers her whole face. Uh, something that is. Uh, extremely true with every single character is that they all have their face covered
0: yeah can't see them
1: which is very good I like it it's a Mm -hmm. cool design aesthetic Mm -hmm. it also is probably to help them breathe in space yeah you gotta do that you gotta do that here is the fifth and final for now woman in the cast the rail gunner
0: Ooh, that's that's the left for dead guy who sticks his tongue out of
1: you and and chokes you. I the I I'm gonna be real, Amy. I know what you're talking about, but I do not see it even a little bit.
0: Cause he wears a hood. I
1: guess. So, <laughs> I guess. I guess, Amy. Your um... word association ass brain really landed some places. <laughs> um. So, the rail gunner is my favorite character in the game. She is my main. Uh, I love her so much. Uh, she is a sniper type character. Um, except she's not just carrying a regular old sniper rifle. She is holding a massive rail gun, uh, which uh is traditionally mounted on a big on a big metal platform oh so that's what, cool so she is um incredibly strong worth noting she has noting. master chief's helmet too a little bit of a master chief helmet with this red visor hood a uh, big backpack which is a big battery pack um mm-hmm. that uh also proves how fucking strong she is uh and uh has this very like like understated drab sort of like military aesthetic a little bit but like sci-fi um but like it cannot be overstated uh how fucking big and cool her her huge massive gun is also um look you know you you know <laughs> All I'm gonna say is that you know she's a top. Anyway, she be railing. Yes, she she do be railing. Um, now, uh, all of this is not even to uh, put into account that every single character has alternate skins. Oh, uh, that
0: you fuck
1: can, that you can unlock. Um, they're very difficult to unlock because you have to beat the game at the highest difficulty. um but uh they're all very cool change up these characters designs uh artificer is probably my favorite because it turns her armor chrome uh which makes it so that uh she like she looks different in different environments it's super cool um the heretic, because of her unusual unlock requirement, does not have an alternate skin. Unfortunately,
0: that's fucked up. Let yeah. her be a chicken. Turn her into a chicken. <laughs> Fuck you. Let her be yeah. a chicken.
1: Um, uh, I the only alternate skin I'm going to show you is Railgunner's alternate skin, just to sort of give you an idea of what the deal is here.
0: Oh, her head's exploded. Her her head's exploded.
1: Yeah, so her, uh, her visor turns into a big dome visor that is extremely luminous, which you think would be a bad thing for a sniper. Um, very purple light emanating from this helmet. Her Um, head's exploded. Yeah, she has got cool armor and, uh, a even more fucked up backpack, and I just love it. Um... So, Amy, I want you to just like d- I said it at the beginning and I I really like you understand all of these characters are designed for lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like again cuz these are very like practical outfits, very um like non-sexualized, like completely normal Things that women would actually wear in the given context, um, uh, just very cool looking, but also like they all have like a story to them. Like you can tell information about the character just based off of the character design. Um, so good in terms good. of like just just the like practicality of it all. It's so cool and so good. And that's my thing. That's it's so my thing. nice.
0: It's so nice having the rare, the rare story where women or non women get to be treated or designed the same way men get to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice it's, sometimes.
1: It's really, it's really nice. And um, except, uh, just let women be weird. I'm just. Just let women be weird. Do you, can I just say, men do not understand how fucking weird women are. No. They're, they're like, don't. they're just like, oh, pre- a pretty delicate flower. Like, no, you don't understand. We're all fucking weird. You don't get it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And you've, you, you just got to engage with and encourage that weirdness because it's healthy. We all need it. Monkey. Um, did you say Monkey. Mm-hmm. Why?
0: Because the woman has the monkey thing that lets her climb as a monkey, and that lets her be weird.
1: I don't know which woman you're talking about, but yeah, sure.
0: The yellow pants! She's a monkey!
1: Um, Amy, would you tell me a story? I'm
0: gonna tell you a story. And I'm so sorry, Jupiter, but this story has a lot to do with music. <laughs>
1: You're ripping off my show.
0: I'm ripping off your show. Hello. Welcome to my story. This story is about a game. And this story began... um, Today I'm going to be talking about how Pikmin is the end-all, be-all, go-to, best example of how fantasy music should be.
1: Oh, okay. I'm with it. I'm with it.
0: <gasps> Let's talk about Pikmin.
1: Let's talk about Pikmin. Pikmin is a game that uh, I've played a little bit of Pikmin 2 when I was a kid, but otherwise have not touched.
0: Um, I talked about Pikmin very, very, very early on in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Where you talked
1: about um
0: the item uh, items that you can find. Yeah. Yes. So... There are three games in the series of Pikmin. I'm going to be talking about all three, but mostly about Pikmin too. Um, I'll get to that. Um, Pikmin is essentially about an alien species who are just tiny guys that look like us, who um, keep on ending up on the planet um, us. It's (laughs) us. It's the planet Earth.
1: It's the planet Earth. They don't call it Earth, but it's Earth.
0: They call it something else. I don't know why, to be ho- silly or whatever.
1: Ho- Ho-, ho-, ho- No, that's ho- their
0: planet. Their planet's oh. called H- Hockatate. I don't know what they call ours. It's something weird, and it's stupid. It's not stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Pigment. Um, that's what the game is about, is you are a tiny little guy on the planet Earth, and you um, are trying- to depending on which game you are, you're either trying to collect stuff, treasure, or you're trying to collect parts of your ship. You're collecting stuff, um, and and how you're doing it is you're controlling things called Pikmin, which are just even tinier guys um who follow you around and do what you do. Mm-hmm. Um now for scale, like you are about like like one fourth the size of an apple you are tiny but you're living on earth and that's very important for people who haven't played pikmin that's very important for the type of music
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, and I say this- um and oh, it's,
1: okay. it's it's post-apocalyptic right like humans are all dead
0: humans aren't around yeah we humans aren't around there's a lot a lot of greenery and basically all that you see of humans are the items that you find um like you'll find duracell batteries or fucking you want to know what fucking items go listen to the fucking earlier pigment episode i'm not gonna (laughs) think of more don't make me think don't no make thinking. me think anymore.
1: No thinking. Amy, Amy did all of the pre-thinking.
0: I did all the pre-thinking. I'm not gonna think anymore today.
1: <laughs>
0: so, let's get down to a little bit of ficky facts. Mm-hmm. Pikmin. The way the music works is it kind of like fits into different like subsets of genres of. Um, The, like, menu music, the space music, and then the earth music. For simplicity, I'm only talking about the earth music. So what that means is the menu music means, like, any of the music that has to do with being in a menu or being in some sort of game mode that isn't the main story. I'm not going to talk about that because Mm -hmm. they use different shit. And what I mean by space music is because, um, in this game, anytime, um, you leave the planet, they, um, kind of switch instruments pretty drastically, um, so when, um, you're on Earth and you're doing your daily Earth shit, they're always using real instruments synthesized, they're using synthesized Earth instruments that, Mm -hmm. um... Are you synthesized sounds or samples, um, attempting to mimic real instruments? Um, I even have the fucking synthesizers, synthesizers that they use, which is the Kurzweil K2500 and the Roland SC88 um, for Pikmin 1 and Pikmin 2, if you're fucking interested. That's um,
1: awesome. That's actually <laughs> really cool.
0: Um, but when they're in space, um, Because they wanted that big contrast of, like, okay, you're not on the Earth anymore and you're in space. They go fucking all crazy with the synths. And I'm like, okay. We're not going to talk about the That music's awesome, but I'm focusing on Earth. Yeah.
1: Welcome to Earth.
0: Okay. Another thing that you need to know is that Pikmin does a lot of shit. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Sort of, I guess, if you're wondering, like, okay, well, what do you mean? What do you, you're just talking about music and you're not even playing anything, you're not even doing anything. Don't worry, I'm gonna play stuff. Um, I'm not gonna just force you guys to like sit and just listen and then wait and then I'm gonna talk about stuff. I'm mostly gonna be playing stuff while I'm talking in the background uh-huh. um, and just like say what it's called and talk about comparisons. Um, but before I do that, I'm gonna just ma- mainly do some facts. Most songs focus on the small scale of Pikmin, um, basically to prove like, hey, you're small. This is small. You're a small guy. Um, yeah. So to do that, they do varying um, register and rigidity of rhythm. So you're going to hear a lot of like, boom, 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 fast beats, basically. Fast beats and rigidity to just be like, you're tiny guys. And mm-hmm. that's another interesting, cool thing that um, a lot of genres don't do because not a lot of genres have to deal with small guys. Um, yeah.
1: I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, other small guy games. And, like, the only one that's coming to mind is Katamari.
0: Yeah. And Katamari just has... Um, and we already talked about that, too, um, with their music. They just have mm-hmm. fucking live vocals singing. So they didn't have to worry about that shit.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Um, So... The music is very variable depending on what is happening in the game. Um, This happens in all three versions of the game, but is most variable in Pikmin 2. So I'm going to be um, talking about that. So essentially, a song has a million different versions of it. um, Which typically means that if the normal song will be playing, but if something else is happening, then... um, an additional instrument or mix will be added to that song in order to change the mood.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. A, a, an adaptive soundtrack is, I believe, what the technical
0: yeah! term is called. Yeah! Um, so there's a lot.
1: I've, in- I've watched Scruffy.
0: <laughs> um, so Pikmin 2 has a lot of this. The first one, which is common in a ton of games, which is just the enemy... Um, in combat, which just means, like, if you're near an enemy, you know, like, it'll probably play a drum. If you're in combat, then a unique percussion. However, there's a lot more that even I didn't know about. Like, if, um, if you're near a Pikmin that's carrying out a task um, a unique complement will be added to the music, um, which varies greatly from theme to team. Um, if you're near a Pikmin carrying a treasure, um, another instrument will be added. Um, for some reason, if you're near a very specific, um, enemy called a burgeoning spiderwort, a uh, slow strings or pad synthesizers will be added- will add harmony to the music. Um...
1: Burgeoning spider wart.
0: Yeah, don't name what your a... kid that.
1: No, no, name your kid that.
0: <laughs> burgeoning. Uh, Is there a burgeoning here?
1: Yeah. Um, okay, everyone. Uh, I'm gonna be doing a uh, uh, roll call here. So, um, Alice, Alex, here. Um. Uh. uh Barry. Here. <laughs> mm burgeoning Mm. (laughs) of of the of the spider wart family of course (laughs) um i'm looking at the burgeoning spider wart now i it's it just looks like a flower
0: oh then that makes sense that's why it plays slow strings or path synthesizers because it's just a pretty
1: little flower yeah it's just that makes a a lot more
0: sense than just a fucking terrifying spider why the fuck would you call it a burgeoning spider wart
1: I don't know, but plants in our world are called all sorts of weird stuff. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm um, glad
0: you. I'm glad you looked that up, then.
1: Uh, it's also notable that in Pikmin 2, ravenous whisker pillars can appear in their vicinity. <laughs> I think so I know exactly that what that
0: is. I think I know exactly what that is. It's a fucking gross caterpillar that goes. <laughs> yep,
1: that's exactly what it is. Good. The enemy names in Pikmin are, uh, incredible. They're really good. I think more enemies should be named stuff like Hermit Cromad and, <laughs> uh, and, and Bug-Eyed Cromad and Burrowing Snagret. Yeah. And Titan Dweevil. I
0: know. Is it sad That's... that I already know so many of those names?
1: <laughs> That's not sad. Why would that be sad? How, how do I know those? Because you've played the games. What about Beady Longlegs? I don't know what about, him. What about Smoky Prog? Who's him? What about Mamuta?
0: Who's that?
1: What about What about Armored Cannon Larva? What oh, about Honey Wisp? Oh, what
0: that guy's fine. What about
1: Bilious Bulborb? I guess fine. Large Splurchin.
0: Okay. We're getting off topic.
1: (laughs) Sorry, one one last one. One last one. Clicking slurker.
0: Oh, I love him. The clicking That's me on the internet. I'm clicking slurker all night long.
1: Nectaris Dandelfly. Okay, I gotta close this. It's really making me laugh though.
0: Okay. So then there's the sunset version of some shit. Which um basically when sunset happens, um, You have to get off the planet, and so the music changes to a calmer, literally music box version of every single theme of what location you're at, and that's super cute. That's awesome. That's Um, fantastic. Another thing which I didn't even learn, and it's fucking mind-boggling, there's... Okay, so in Pikmin 2, you play as... You get to switch between two characters. You get to be Captain Olimar, or you get to be Louis, um, um... And you get to switch between them, so you get to, like, be in two locations at once if you want to. Yeah. Whenever you're Captain Olimar, the rhythm of the theme is exactly on beat. Whenever you switch to be Louie, the rhythm is always
1: swung. It's always oh. off beat. That's that's so funny. Isn't that also so like- cool? That's so cool because it also, like, helps communicate, like, the different, like, vibes of the two characters where Olimar is very, like, professional and, and like, at, at work and Louis is maybe a little bit more goofy silly.
0: That's 100% what it is because Louis is a fuckhead and he doesn't... <laughs> he doesn't do shit.
1: Louis... Louis, um... Louis gives me the vibes of, uh, like... Someone who like in college would be like while Olimar is like trying to study, uh his his dorm mate, Louie is just like ripping a ripping a tight bong.
0: Yes. Yes. That is Louie. That is a hundred percent Louie.
1: Yeah. Oh um
0: gosh. if if the leader's HP is less than fifty percent, the music, whatever song you're listening to, the tempo is gonna slow to seventy percent. Incredible. Um, also, if a Pikmin's death occurred that day and the number of Pikmin in the field, like out, is less than 10, the main instruments will skip notes in the theme.
1: Oh, no. See, what's super interesting about this is like, because like with low health indicators or whatever, like, I mean, we have all collectively agreed now that the incessant beeping of old um, is horrible and never should have been done. So like trying to find like sound damage indicators is like you know different games do it very differently and some are more successful than others and to have like to just communicate that by like slowing down the music to make it feel more like dire and like and also like like uh oh mm-hmm. you know you're you're like in the same way that like when you're hurt breathing can be like slower and shallower it sort of communicates the same thing and like also when having like all of these when when your fucking squad is wiped to have the music be so like to skip notes and stuff it's like hey you're not fully put together you are not prepared and to, to to have the music communicate these ideas and like in, in ways that like if you're playing you might not even like fully notice but you'll feel it. Yeah. It's so cool.
0: It's kind of like that one method. I don't remember where it's from. It's like in movies or something where it's like they have white noise that you don't even notice and they take it away for people to feel like there's more silence or something. It's yeah. like that same thing. It's like mm-hmm. you don't even notice it but it's like no it's adding to it, it and it's, yeah. it's super cool. And that's mm-hmm. not even like main thing and holy shit there you want to know the coolest thing do you want to know the yes. absolutely coolest thing that i learned yes.
1: yes i do yes i do
0: okay this is the fucking coolest thing and i'm so glad i did research because i never would have known about this so in pikmin 2 there are caves mm-hmm. in the caves um if you ever, like, look on YouTube and you try to listen to their songs, there's, like, a bunch of different versions, and it's kind of weird and confusing. And then I just went on the Wikipedia, and I had a heart attack. <laughs> Cave themes in Pikmin 2 are the first and only instance of randomly structured music in the series. Oh, huh? They have 25 different themes with to score each sublevel. So literally, they have the 14 caves of the main game and 30 caves of challenge mode use 24 different compositions, but the cave themes are different from the area themes in that they are minimalistic and randomly generated.
1: What the fuck?
0: Specifically, normal cave themes have very few instruments playing at once, and the main instruments either have preset rhythms and select randomly from a pitch set- Or have preset samples that play on randomly selected beats.
1: What? So So literally
0: every time you go in a cave in Pikmin 2, like the music is just random, basically. Like the same like notes are going to play, but they're going to play at random times with like random time beats.
1: That is absolutely bananas. That's so cool. That's, yeah, that's wild. That's, yeah, can I, can I, uh, can I hear a little, can I hear a little bit of that?
0: That's the hard thing is because, like, they're already, like, (laughs) on YouTube, like, someone ripped it from someone who ripped it from someone who ripped it from someone, so it's Mm -hmm. gonna kind of sound the same on someone else.
1: Mm -hmm. I will say, like, hearing the, like, the really, like, sparse instrumentation, and also, like, I don't know. I mean, like, it's very interesting hearing things, instruments, like, come in and out. Like, I don't know. Like, it is, it's, it's extraordinarily a vibe. And I think, like, there's something, um, utilizing this for the cave themes in particular, I think is really fascinating. Because, like, I don't know, there is something about a cave that is just so, in a way, like like, alien to our everyday experience. Where like it there is a disorientating feeling that I think having randomized music can can help really capture. Yeah. I don't know. That's fascinating to me.
0: I think part of the reason they randomize the elements in the music is because the generation of most cave sublevels is done by randomly picking oh. cave units that make up the sublevel. Interesting um but i'm not 100% i've just read that sentence out loud on the wiki um so yes partly because it's partly because like game design and also partly because like yeah it's like scary
1: yeah um not not being able to predict what happens i think is very very fascinating i love it and like yeah. it sounds cohesive you know it it doesn't sound like just a, a random mismatch of stuff it feels like a cohesive song, even though it's not. Yeah. Which I think is awesome.
0: And I'm also like unsure if like other people put it together like post, like in post. You know,
1: I'm I'm not. Mm. I don't know. Hard to
0: say. It's hard to say. Um. Anyways, the g- it's just so cool. It's just so cool that like, it's random. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely bananas.
0: So, now I'm going to get to what the fuck I was originally talking about, which is Pikmin, and, um, what's it have to do with being good fantasy genre music? What are you talking about? Well, that's because, have you ever just, you know, wanted fantasy music, and you're like, oh, I don't want to just think of a specific soundtrack, let me just go on YouTube and Google fantasy music, and then you just get some shitty violin, and you're like, damn it, no! And then, and then you listen to Pikmin music, and then you're like, what? This is exactly what I want. But why is it exactly what I want, Jupiter? Why is that? And so that's what I deep-dived into. I was like, why is this my deep... Why do I like Pikmin music so much? And why uh, do I like it specifically for the fantasy genre? Yeah. And so we're going to keep it simple. We're going to start with Pikmin 1, which is introducing the new genre... A fantasy music, which is called Earth Fantasy. Earth Um, Fantasy, okay. So Earth Fantasy is um, basically just um, kind of what the rules that it set for when I said um, the the Earth-only music. We're only playing instruments that are classical um, instruments. We're not using any weird synths. That uh-huh. anything could be sci fi. We're only using instruments that are, um, that can be played with real instruments. That's uh-huh. the first rule. Um, how do you make fantasy music about our own planet? Um, that's, that's kind of, um, what I think that the creators of this game ask themselves when they're making this music. Um, they're, they had they they're they're making a fantasy game about Earth. And that was their challenge. Um and so I think I don't know if it was an internal conversation, but they did put that limit on their music as well as only using um orchestral instruments. I'm or not mm-hmm. orchestral, but normal instruments. Um and so um I think it was very um I don't want to say experimental because it was a lot more experimental in Pikmin 2. But um, in Pikmin 1, um, we get, like, the famous Forest of Hope, which is just basically... um, I think in Pikmin 1, they're kind of finding their tone of what the game is. um, And I think most of that is exploring music and how that makes one feel with what nature is, um, which is... Um, In this song, Forest of Hope, that's a lot of, like, using a lot of instruments that make you feel relaxed. Um, But then you also have, like, this, um, in the background, that little fluttering noise that, like, makes you excited like a little butterfly. Yeah. And um, then we have Impact Sight, which is just a silly little guy song. (laughs) Um, which is something I noticed as kind of a very, um, a very repetitive theme in Pikmin 1 of, it was very harmless. It was like, yes, these Pikmin were like fighting and dying for me, but it was more of just like, you know, these are just little guys and we're just in this like fun little world. Um, and we're just having fun and we're just going on this little adventure.
1: Yeah, and and honestly, just like looking at the 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 Pikmin cover art right now, oh my god, it's only just now occurring to me how much panic there is in this image.
0: Yeah, and this is and, the- and maybe
1: it's also because it's the lowest resolution ever. <laughs> but, but also, there's just so much so much panic in the original Pikmin cover art. It is and a like, cover
0: art of Pikmin actively being eaten by one enemy.
1: Yes. And they're fighting for their fucking lives and running around and falling over and dying. But it's also just like colorful and cute, but also, ah, you know?
0: Yeah. And I I came to sort of the, the conclusion that Pikmin 1 music could, you could put it in a documentary. You could put it in a nature documentary, almost all of it.
1: Um, yeah, I believe that. I, hundred percent believe that.
0: And that's because it is about Earth. And yeah, I don't think I, oh, I can
1: imagine David at David Attenborough talking over this music and is fucking like, <laughs> like, look at these beautiful Pikmin creatures, you know?
0: Yes, like totally. I um, can totally
1: imagine that shit.
0: We've got this distant spring song, which like at the beginning could be mistaken as a little meditation song, but then it also has like a little whist of mystery. But then, um, like a minute in, these funny drums pop in. Here it is. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is the part where I can't really, this is the part in the documentary where like-
1: We're like, a- we're, we're, we're watching like birds like just enjoying a nice meal but then in the background uh uh-oh a bobcat is approaching Uh uh-oh a
0: big big monkey with a big giant butt is gonna sit on all these ants
1: (laughs) but then the ants are gonna crawl up his butt oh no
0: um it's just so silly yeah, um, but it's beautiful. Absolutely. It's absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, my yeah. last my last little example song from Pikmin 1 is The Final Trial, and I love it just because it's... You could play this song for a mid-century human, and they could guess that the song is about some sort of small creature, like a bug or a mouse, that is sneaking away from a giant.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, something you said at the beginning is that this is, like, little guy music, and, and like, just... It, it, it is it's really hard to like quantify exactly why but like the just little guyness of this all is is so
0: they're little guys prominence there are little guys here um I, I
1: I think it's because every instrument sounds kind of distant you know what I mean mm-hmm. like like yeah it, it, like it, it
0: there is no main like a, melody.
1: Mhm. Like, like it feels like all of the music is playing just slightly far away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, part it's meant to be background music. It's not meant to be like the main show. Um...
1: Yeah, but like, I I think also just like to me that puts me in mind of like, if if the events of the game, if what's happening is like, if that is the music. Then it being kind of distant is our perspective as being like a giant towering over, like we're the yeah. camera. The music is down there.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: yeah. I, for I sure. think I think that's really interesting.
0: Yeah. So we're we're we gotten through Pikmin one overall. Pikmin one, I think, did a great job building the groundwork for Pikmin two. I think overall, it's not like the best like i think it's amazing it's great it's awesome but like i picked these four because there isn't a lot of great songs um (laughs) i had to skip a lot (laughs) holy shit the battle music is so bad
1: (laughs) it's so bad um incredible Um,
0: but we're going to pikmin 2 which is amazing um but i only picked three songs from it because you don't need to pick a lot So, Pikmin 2 has just one tangential theme to it, which is the world is dangerous and beautiful, Uh Um, and that first one can be said with Perplexing Pool. So Perplexing Pool is one of the later um, places in the game, but just listening to it, it sounds like a twisted vacation. Like, come here, come relax. You might die.
1: Put this music over the the, the fucking original Dead Island trailer. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens.
0: Um, The main melody is like that piano that's like in a minor key instead of a major key, which gives like this off kilter feeling that like this place should be relaxing and beautiful, but it's just like something is clearly wrong here. Um, and the perplexing pool itself is just, like, a place that is just surrounded by water, which, you know, to us humans, um, great, cool, we love water. But to Pikmin, it's terrifying, because a very, very important part of Pikmin is that Pikmin are terrified of the elements, because they will die, unless you're a very specific type of Pikmin, Water will kill you. Fire will kill you. Electricity will kill you. Poison will kill you. Everything will kill you.
1: To be fair, all of those things can kill us as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Pikmin aren't special.
0: Yeah. They can die like the
1: rest of us. (laughs) I will say, love that the red Pikmin is the only one that has a nose.
0: Yeah, he sniffs for no reason he can sniff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for no fucking reason. I love this boy it can sniff. He can sniff. Um yeah. So for player 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 Um Populcing
1: it's just like plex.
0: The Pikmin Two has like its confidence because in Pikmin Two you have to go back. Like mm-hmm. they're the the characters from this planet are forced to go back to this terrible place even though they want, they don't want to because they know yeah. it's, it's, you know, they had their adventure and now they have this trauma and they're like, I don't want to go back to this terrible place and they know it's bad. I don't, and yes, it's beautiful.
1: I don't want to go back, but I need to get batteries for my boss.
0: Exactly. I have to get all this treasure because capitalism sucks. And so yeah. it's like, yeah, this place is so pretty, but... I also have to be on my toes ready to attack anybody at any moment. the, um, the
1: fucking, the workers of, of Hokate need to unionize.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, next up, we're going to play one of my favorite songs, which is Piclopedia. Um, so this is technically a menu song, but I am including it because um, it's a perfect example of Pikmin 2's The World is Weird and Dangerous and Beautiful because um in this, you get to view every monster and treasure and um, living thing that you have looked at um, uh-huh. in the game. And, you know, it starts off with that never ending dun na as if to say the information you can gather off this planet is, like, never-ending. And the main melody is this fretless bass. Uh, do you know how many songs have a fretless bass uh, as the main melody? Not many. Um, not many, because I looked it up and there was a top ten list and I didn't know any of the songs. Um. <laughs> which is to say, this song oh is boy. meant to be both beautiful, relaxing, and fucking weird. It's meant to say, hey, look at these beautiful, weird, alien things on this weird alien planet that are beautiful, but also can probably kill you?
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, because the the... Because in- in Pikmin, basically everything is bigger than you.
0: Yes! Everything is bigger than you. Also everything this- is tried to kill you. Everything you have gotten, you have probably lost a life for.
1: Yeah, and- and also, just sort of- just sort of vibing with this song, it's fucking great. This is great. I love this. It's such a
0: good song. It's such a good song. This is another song that you can play in a documentary. Yeah. Um, the last song I want to play for Pikmin 2 is Staff Credits. Um, spoiler mm-hmm. alert, Louis gets left behind. Oh um, my god! <laughs> Louis! So, Olimar fucking and, leaves and, and he forgets Louis, and he gets left behind. And this and, song and, plays.
1: Okay, so here- Okay, so, the, the fucked up thing is that Pikmin 3 is a prequel.
0: No, it's not. Yes, isn't it? No, it's after. It's after the events. Louis in there.
1: Oh, okay. I thought it was a prequel. It's not. Well, then I'm the wrong one.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um, So basically, this song is played um, while Louie is looking around in a cutscene, basically just like, hey, where'd everybody go? Um, And then he's learning how to live. Um, But it's an absolutely beautiful song because it's just like, the song's about being lost and alone in a beautiful, unknown, dangerous world. Um... So it's just being torn about being alone, um, but also being taken aback by the beauty of it and not knowing if you'll ever, ever get home alone um, mm-hmm. and wondering <laughs> if you can even make this home your new one.
1: So in Pikmin 3, does does is does Louis become like a grizzled survivalist? I don't remember. <laughs> I want Louis to grow a beard. That's what I want. He doesn't. Ah,
0: um, rooting but for yeah, you, Louie. <laughs> this song is so fucking beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So that's Pikmin 2. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Pikmin 3, I only picked one fucking song. Fucking
1: Rip Louie. Rip to Louie, but mm-hmm. all of ours different. Rip Louie. Um... You know what would be fucked up is if in Pikmin 3 they just... Sorry, I'm this is totally going off the rails, but I'm imagining a scenario where in Pikmin 3 they go back and they just find a a tombstone that is Louis, but then Louis just walks in and he's like, "Oh yeah, I made that for when I die."
0: <laughs> Louis would do that. Louis would do yeah. that. So, um I'm not going to talk about Pikmin 3 very much, but basically when I was doing research for this, I didn't love pikmin 3 very much when i played it because i played it really really fast and i beat it and i was like hey pikmin 1 and pikmin 2 are really hard so why was this so easy um Uh, sure but the music in pikmin 3 actually did really well um it still had the original composer not for every song it had two additional composers but it did really well like keeping up with the same like vibes and theme and genre um i'm just gonna play one song from it which is Twilight River. Um, Overall, it this is kind of Pikmin 3 was made in the like era that Nintendo was kind of like, hey, we need to make our games a lot more kid friendly. Um, So it definitely isn't as dangerous or scary as Pikmin 2, but it's still got beautiful music, um, some beautiful soundtracks in it, um, and it still has that fantasy vibe that I'm looking for. And yeah. if you've been listening to any of these songs and you're like, Amy, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, say that you have been coming up with a story about a wizard who is also a babysitter and you're just like, man, I really need... <laughs> I really just need something to listen to in the uh-huh. background. <laughs> and uh-huh. so you've been listening to Pikmin because it's the perfect fucking soundtrack For a wizard who's a babysitter. Yeah, Um,
1: absolutely.
0: That's what I've been listening to for the last
1: two years. Yeah, and and also just like, you know, what a coincidence that you came up with that specific example.
0: (laughs) I know. Um, Also, no one take that idea, please.
1: (laughs) Hey, you've been posting about it. It's it's established that it's yours.
0: Wizard babysitter. So here... I'm going to do my long-winded conclusion. Uh-huh. Pikmin is a good at the music that it does because it it's a sci-fi fantasy game, but the reason that it's so good is because it's based and set on Earth and it limits itself to focus on Earth. Um
1: yeah. You know, know. you know what's very interesting about both of our both of the things that we brought today aliens that they're both about uh intergalactic travelers getting uh stranded on alien planets
0: yeah okay so Fucking...
1: also I can I just say mm-hmm. uh well uh, Amy I want to ask which is your favorite Pikmin?
0: oh are you? I can't remember which Pikmin game or which Pikmin guy.
1: Which which Pikmin guy?
0: Oh, the the yellow ones. They got ears and they're yellow. Oh, also that- I really really like the white ones because they're got the big old red
1: eyes. Yeah, my favorite are the rock Pikmin. They're so funny. <laughs> they're so funny. Also, they're in so my research, funny. I
0: found out that there's mushroom Pikmin.
1: Yeah, there's mushroom pikmin and I don't know if they actually ended up in any of the games. They're in there Pikmin are, one in well there's the bulborb pikmin which are in the files for for one of the Pikmin games.
0: They're in 3 of the Caves in Pikmin 2.
1: That's that's incredible. Oh, I oh, I love the bulborb pikmin. Why are they so like cute. that? They're so funny.
0: They're so cute. Thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. Um The Squeakel. The Squeakel. The moral of the story is that um you if you find yourself on an unknown planet. Good luck. Um find the beauty in it. <laughs> and Good luck shit, that's make some
1: friends. <laughs> Our vibes are totally different right
0: now. (laughs) Listen to some great music.
1: Yeah, I hope you brought your iPod to the alien planet.
0: I need to play that year
1: game. I'm sure I'd like it. Yeah, I think you would like Risk of Rain 2. I'm so
0: excited for Pigment 4. Yeah,
1: it's got the fucking over-the-shoulder camera.
0: It does? What? What? Who said that?
1: It was in the a uh, uh, fucking announcement.
0: I didn't see that.
1: It was a. It was in the announcement. It's it They're doing like an over-the-shoulder kind of camera.
0: What? Okay, we need to end the episode so I can look up more stuff about this. <laughs> Love yourself.
1: Believe in yourself.
0: Pee on yourself. Bye. Poo-
1: what? <laughs> what? What? Why? Why? <laughs>